Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is Byron Saxton from WWE, and you are listening to FXE Live. Hmm. 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 Well, that one didn't load in the way it was supposed to right after, so here I am. There is programming again, folks, for you. We had a great biohazard. We switched to a live edition right there that was supposed to play and uh who knows what happened it it was good i could go with the old one but i'm not gonna waste time now how's everybody doing and welcome to fxe live tonight's edition what is the jester up to we're gonna find out in a little while tonight fancy jester here for fxe live and wow out of nowhere Guys, put the corona away. That is playing. There you go. That was the uh, great beginning that was supposed to happen a while ago, and I have no idea. I just love Blog Talk Radio and their studio. Um... To say we've had a problem or two is an understatement, but we'll be nice. Uh, They are nice people to deal with, great customer service, and uh, still and all, it brings you a crystal clear show, whether or not the little drops work when they're supposed to or not, is another story. But getting back to what I was saying, FXE Live, we have a show tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about Raw. We're going to talk a little bit about SmackDown. We're going to talk a little FXE news. Folks, for those of you that are listening in in the Florida area, FXE, Florida Extreme Entertainment, we've got some news about wrestler signings and dates. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. Plus, tonight, what has the jester been working on? Folks, I put it out there today on Twitter about Sasha Banks, Eddie Guerrero. I don't know. This is something that we're looking into, and we are going to talk about that, the closely guarded secret, I guess, that is Sasha Banks' father. Uh, We will be definitely getting into that later on. But uh, without any further ado, I'm going to bring in my esteemed colleague who is with me every show Everywhere I go, I wouldn't know what to do without my walking encyclopedia of sports. Jason J.T. Townsend, how are you tonight, sir? Doing really good, Jester. Uh, you know, feeling a little better. We got a little cool spell, uh, in relative terms, cool spell, being about five degrees colder on the way. So I'm looking forward to some nice weather in the football season. We got wrestling. I mean, what more can you have for Football, wrestling, the holidays are coming. Uh, I know in my household, even though there was no Hall of Fame game, we uh, we got into uh, football mode and did a practice dinner football, you know, football style uh, thing so that we had our proper partying down correctly. So uh, now as we're getting ready, you know, because pretty much the same partying that we do and the same setup that we do for football on Sundays we also do for pay-per-view events, so we're getting ready for that. And as we're getting ready for that, we have – oh, yeah. As we're getting ready for that, one of the writers – you know, we're brought to you by FantasyJesterSports.com. And our wrestling writer happens to be a guy from Florida and uh, coming onto the wrestling scene from MMA. He's a fantastic writer. 
great athlete. I mean, he's really he, he's really dangerous. <laughs> That's the best way I can put him uh, is dangerous. He'll be joining us in a minute. Matter of fact, uh, guys, can you go get him from the green room and uh, make sure he has his corona with him, please? Otherwise, uh, he won't come. We've got him coming in. JT, so far, you know, I had a question on Twitter from Jason Busy J. Used to uh, come hmm. on the show every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Came, uh, he uh, asked me an interesting question uh, regarding the brand split. And, you know, his question was a simple one. What did I think and what do I think of the brand split so far? We're three weeks into it. And uh, he wanted to know what I thought about that. And I'm going to tell everybody in a minute. Right now, I want to go ahead. As we told you, we're going to also bring in Joey Cage to the uh to the conversation here. Joey, how are you tonight, sir? How's everything going, man? Doing great. Glad to be here. Uh, ready to talk about the two shows from this past week, as well as some great news I'm looking forward to in regards to FXC. Uh, I, I think we got a lot coming up to be excited for, and we're going to have a great show. Yeah. I uh, Like I said, folks, Joey writes for us, uh, besides being a local guy that's uh, coming up through the ranks, he's uh former MMA guy, and now, uh, you know, sticking around FXE a little bit, and we might have some uh, interesting news on him coming up shortly. But first, uh, before we get into FXE, let's go right to the WWE. Let's uh, let's talk about Raw, what happened uh, this past week, and uh, the extensive visit by Diddy, the uh, two minutes that he was literally on air, um, but first off, you know, let, let's hit with JT before I get into particular matches, what is the one thing that you came away with from raw? Uh, the biggest takeaway for me on raw was it seems like they're actually trying to develop a personality for Roman Reigns. Yeah. You know, okay. we saw, we saw some humor. We saw a little bit of, of joking and playfulness. Um, you know, it just seems like they're actually trying to develop his character is something I took away from it. Um, that and the other thing is, and I'm going to agree with something I read that uh, Joey Cage wrote in his Raw article, Cesaro is being wasted shamelessly by WWE. So those are my two big takeaways from Raw this week. All right, all right. Now, you know, I, I, and as you just alluded to, Joey Cage's article over on FantasyJusticeSports.com, he, uh, you know, you heard what JT had to say, Joey. Uh, what do you feel? Do you, do you agree with him? What What did you come away with the sh- from the show? What were your biggest points? I mean, it was a great article, but what were your biggest moments for you on Raw? Well, I, I am probably going to have to agree with JT on one particular thing, and it's a very it's a big development for WWE in the Roman Reigns thing, is that, you know, it seems as if they are giving him time to take a step back, obviously out of the main event picture, uh, get him in a mid-card title picture, you know, and a, a good feud there, um, you know, with a quality opponent like Rusev, and they're allowing him, from what I uh, have heard, to really be more of himself and to... You know, he's going to have a little bit more, you know, wiggle room, so to speak, for him to experiment and go out on his own. Now, as you, you know, I've probably noticed the last couple of times he's come out during this feud, he's gotten a pretty decent pop. Uh, you know, he still gets booed a little bit. The WWE is working with him, and I think that that's what they've done is the best possible thing they could have done for Roman Reigns. And this is a guy who, you know, they, you know, pro- might still look at as the future, but regardless is going to be a top player, you know, for years to come. And it's great that they're taking this time to work with him and work on him uh, for him to be a better superstar. You know, um, I I agree with you there. I'm looking, for me, as I'm watching, and what I took away from it is I'm watching, now this is three weeks uh, in a row, isn't it? With Braun Strowman and uh, having a local, just a local yeah. jobber. Now, yeah. okay, my question is this, though. 
as you look at the lineup for Raw, who do you match him up with? I mean, okay, eventually, he's not going to wrestle jobbers for the rest of his career. Where does he go from here? Do you insert him either? Okay, and here are the two names I'm going to throw to the two of you. And I'll go to Joey Cage, then back to JT. Joey, Titus O'Neil, does he take a step towards Titus O'Neil? Or do you see them possibly splitting up Enzo and Cass and having him go against Cass? Because we kind of saw where they were trying to get between the two in that storyline recently. So, you know, are they trying to split them up and leave? uh, Enzo was a mid-card but a great Mike guy. And then move Cass up to the big guys with Strowman and, and, and alike so that they can go ahead and go for the title. Well, I think that it's important to note that, you know, as much as we all love Enzo and Cass, and we do, I, I for one, definitely do, uh, I think the important thing to know is that WWE, at one point or another, will break up every single group. You know, it happens with each and every faction ever, every tag team, uh, where eventually that happens. Fortunately, in my honest opinion, I don't think that that's going to happen in the near future. I could see that happening maybe next year, you know, sometime after that. But these are two guys who, granted, are over as over can be right now. And at the same time, I mean, still have a lot of work to do. In my opinion, Enzo in the ring, Cass in the ring as well. Cass definitely on promos. Um, I think they have a little bit more work to do. I need to continue to build off the energy that they've gotten, you know, since debuting uh, for them to ever consider the singles, you know, option. You know, one thing Seth Rollins had said was that in regards to the shield, or no, I'm sorry, Dean Ambrose had said in regards to the shield was that they split them up at the right time because they had peaked. They had just beaten evolution with Triple H, Batista and Orton, and they had peaked and they had done the, you know, the most and the best they could as a group. Now it was time to see them in singles action. I think with Enzo and Cass, you're going to have to wait some time. And I think that that's a treat for the fans because, I mean, in my opinion, I don't want them to split them up. I like them. All right. So before I ask JT the same question, uh, then, okay, if you're keeping them together for the near future, Joey, uh, what do you do with Strowman, though? You can't keep Strowman fighting nobodies until then. I think Strowman is definitely – the thing with Strowman is that he is a powerhouse that – the WWE fan has known is a powerhouse for some time. This isn't something that's new. And him in these matches, you know, demonstrating his, his size and power. But at the same time, we know that. So it's time for him to enter a meaningful feud. You mentioned somebody, and I actually like that one, was Titus O'Neil. That would be, I think, a great feud and I think a great way for Strowman to learn uh, from O'Neill. And I think Strowman essentially needs to have matches with guys like O'Neill. Um, maybe, uh, you know, a feud with Ziggler, or no, not, not Ziggler, I'm sorry. Um, you know, even uh, Darren Young, somebody like that, because he needs guys that are decent enough in the ring that can teach him. Um, but I, I like Titus O'Neil. That was a good pick. All right. All right. So, JT, you know where I'm coming to you for. What, what are you yeah, thinking gonna... about where they're going to go with this, uh, with Strowman? I'm going to go off the board. I agree with Joey. I don't see Enzo and Cass splitting up at this point uh, anytime soon. You know, the guy that WWE always likes that, you know, the two T-Rexes battling it out. And the guy who's been absent from TV for quite a while now, who was just down at Dolphins camp named the Big Show, would be something that I could see. You know, they want to showcase his power. Why not have him whoop up on the Giants? That's you know, a great I point. See see something like the big show you want to put him over you you have him press the big show or do something of that nature that's going to put him over you know show's been gone for a while his draft spot was pretty low i think he went like 23rd uh to raw so that would be where i would see him go and it may be something where you know he's taking on one of these uh jobbers again and big show comes out you know and that's how they start their feud so that would be where i would go with him Wow, I actually do like that. Yeah, that's I, a good I, I one. I like that. I like that a lot. He is on the roster, and that is his only reason to be on the roster is to put somebody over. Yeah. Am I am I wrong, Joey? Hundred percent right. 
great point, JT. Seriously, that was uh, yeah. I couldn't think of a better opponent now that, that you said Yeah, yeah, that was a good one, JT. Good one. I like that. Now, as we go ahead, and don't get used to me saying that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't. Okay, good. Um, you know, we go ahead and we move along to uh, Rusev and Reigns, though, and, and what's going on between the two of them. And now I'm going to go to JT first, and then I'll go to Joey. Uh, they're going to battle. Reigns, Rusev, and I know, I'm sorry, I'm going to come to you earlier, and we'll be talking about this again in future show. But right now, if you had to pick, where are they going to go with this? Rusev or Reigns for this for the belt? Do you think they put oh, this, at least they go at least put a strap back on Reigns at least at this level? Uh, no, I, I think Reigns has some more time in purgatory, McMahon prison, for a little bit longer before uh, he gets <laughs> to wear the strap again. Uh, Rusev is somebody they've been building forward, and I like how they're using Lana to actually get even more heat with Rusev or on Rusev in the match. I mean, um, you know, it just, that to me is going to be, those two guys are pretty much the same size. They both have the same type of athletic ability. Um, but yeah, Rusev's going to hold that till at least Survivor Series. Well, and Joey, what do you, are, are you of the same mind on that? I mean, do you agree with JT? Do you have your own opinion on what's going to go on? Do you think maybe it might just be something like, uh, you know, along the lines of what maybe a combination of both what JT and I said, where this ends up like a DQ match and it has to be continued on to, you know, the next pay-per-view. Do you see something like that where they drag out Reigns' punishment a little bit longer? I do think that ultimately they drag out Reigns' punishment longer. I think that um, you know, he's good. he's being used as he was with Finn Balor to elevate the guys that need it right now. And Rusev, like Jay-Z said, they've been building for some time. I don't think Rusev loses the belt. If he, if he wins at SummerSlam, I agree, probably not until Survivor Series, maybe even the Rumble. Um, but they want him to, you know, to have that. And I stick with something I said earlier regarding Rusev that, uh, in my opinion, his his next whether it's his next feud or the feud that takes the title from him, I think that'll be John Cena. Um, but I mean, at the same time, well, now John Cena's on SmackDown, so that wouldn't work. Fair enough. Um, Joey, Joey, let yeah. me ask you a question since you mentioned that. Now we know that you know the rumors out there that a, a particular Olympic gold medalist is signed or is on the roster that will be coming back after August. Um, could that be the guy that gets introduced in a Kurt Angle down the road that takes that belt off of Rusev? I think that's something that a lot of the fans would want to see and, you know, could be could be in play. I honestly think Angle will end up going to SmackDown. I mean, I could be wrong, but I just have that feeling because he really shined there, you know, and especially his feuds, you know, late with Lesnar and, like, everything like that, but... I mean, if he were to come to Raw, that that would absolutely be the feud he should get into. With Rusev? Yeah, 100%. Hmm. It be a hell of a technical match. Both of those guys' yeah. uh, athletic prowess is off the chart. So even an older Kurt Angle, uh, I'd love to see that match. Yep, and Kurt Angle is really one of the better, like, all-around wrestlers that really got the business um, – you know, almost of all time. Like, he was so good in every single aspect. And I just... Were shaking your head, Jester? What? No. You're not going to bring Kurt Angle back for Rusev. You're not going to bring him back for a guy who's been around for a little bit. You're going to bring him back for somebody newer. Maybe, you know what? Maybe this is where you go with Cass. Maybe this is where eventually you go with uh, Strowman or Cass. He's not going to come back for Rusev. Rusev's doing fine without him. He doesn't need the push from a Kurt Angle. He doesn't need the push from a Kurt Angle. He's doing fine on his own. He can get the same Kurt Angle push uh, if he if he throws Roman Reigns around the ring a while. Uh, I well, just be think honest, only though, because Roman of the Reigns, U.S. title, but I mean, Roman Reigns didn't need Triple H. Roman Reigns didn't need Triple H to put him over at WrestleMania. But they still That's have true. a match. There's still the idea of selling tickets. 
There's still yeah. the idea of putting butts in seats, making money. So not every match, in my opinion, is going to be put someone over. I mean, just the idea of, you know, the Olympic gold medalist taking back the United States title from the Bulgarian yeah. brute in itself right there is going to sell buy-ins. It's going to sell PPV yeah. buy-ins. It's going to sell WWE Network buy-ins. And I think Angle will win that title if he's in that view. Absolutely. Yeah. You're going to put the belt on a part-timer? Is, is Angle coming they, back full-time? I haven't heard that. You guys the, said that he was done. <laughs> they, they put the belt on Lesnar as a the, the main strap on Lesnar as a part-timer, so they've already done it. There is precedent that is set for That is a good point. Wow. Wow. That's, a, that's, that's an interesting, interesting point now. No, folks, that, that's our – we're going to go ahead and uh, take a little break, pay some bills, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about FXE, Florida Extreme Entertainment. We're going to talk about SmackDown and where that's going. And then what has the Jester been working on lately? Sasha Banks, Eddie Guerrero, he's been busy at work at that one, folks. Hi folks, it's Barbara here for Deep Obsession Charters. Whether you live in the beautiful West Palm Beach area or you're planning on visiting the Sunshine State and you love to dive, you have to contact South Florida's premier dive operators, Deep Obsession Dive Charters, out of the West Palm Beach area. They are a full-service dive operation. They've got everything from equipment sales and rentals, and they're also a PADI certified dive center, and they offer certifications from beginning all the way to pro. Deep Obsession offers wreck dives, reef dives, night dives, and dives to the beautiful Blue Heron Bridge, which was voted one of the world's best macro dive sites. But their best adventure, I believe, is their baited shark dives. Here you will be educated on the importance of conservation of these beautiful endangered creatures while being up close and personal with them. It's truly an unforgettable experience, I tell you. For the best customer service in the industry, with fun and safety as a priority, you can book your next dive adventure at deepobsessioncharters.com, or you can call them at 561-707-2045. You can also find uh, Deep Obsession Charters on Facebook and Twitter, or you can check out their videos on YouTube. Remember, for the best dive experience in South Florida, it's Deep Obsession Dive Charters. Dive, dive, dive! Yeah, great people down there. Absolutely fantastic, lovely people. Ryan, Walton, Amber, and the crew, everybody, just absolute professionals at what they do. I mean, they make you feel safe. You you instantly know and can tell that they know what they're doing. And then on top of it, just their attitude, the crew's attitude, how they go about things really makes you feel like you're part of their little family that you know, you come into their world, but they make you feel comfortable in that world. It's a great time. Uh, Mrs. Jester absolutely loves them, dives with them on a regular basis. Deep Obsession Charters, they are everywhere on social media. Find them today. Have a great dive, folks. As we continue on, you know, we're talking about WWE, and we've gone ahead and talked a little bit about Raw. And uh, JT in the break was quick to point out uh, to me in a text. JT, you want to uh, tell everybody what you were pointing out to me about part-time wrestlers? Well, it just seems like putting the belt on the part-time wrestler is a the new fad. The Rock had it a couple years ago as a part-timer. And just this time, what coming up last year, Triple H had the belt until WrestleMania from the Royal Rumble is basically a part-timer as well. So, you know, it just seems like it's something they're doing a lot lately. So, yeah, maybe uh, maybe they could go to a part-timer with Angle, but what, what were you going to say, Joey? You're, you're looking at me kind of funny, um, unless you, <laughs> your lime didn't taste right. Is your corona all right? Is it nice and cold, sir? Uh, everything's great. Uh, JT, just a question for you. You mentioned The Rock, you know, and I remember that specific rain because it ended the rain of one of my favorite wrestlers ever. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Now, from a creative standpoint and from a standpoint of telling a message to the other full-time wrestlers, should The Rock have won the title that night against CM Punk and ended the reign? Absolutely not. Okay. 
Uh, I respect you so opinion, much more than I ever have. That's great. It, it, you know what? In my and I'm you know Rock's a former University of Miami player. You know, guy yeah. that did my uh, recruiting visit when I went down there. So I'm a Rock fan. Let me just say that. But you know what? The guy. It was an it was a career achievement award for him. In my opinion, yeah. that was, hey, Rock, you've come back. You're helping boost ratings. Let's put the strap on you for a little while. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, as we continue moving right along, and, you know, before we get to SmackDown and that update, you know, one of the things that we love down here in Florida, I'm coming to you all from D-Land, Florida, uh, we love our wrestling down here. And when I tell you, I've looked around and I've looked around and I've looked around at all these local promotions and I'm not trying to be an ass when I say it, but we're going to blow them out of the water, folks. I, I, I look at what they're doing and, you know, people are, at least in, around the group that I'm with, it is a fantastic group that I surround myself at Florida extreme entertainment. And uh, we are working towards wrestler signings and dates. Now we have been trying to bring this a little quicker than uh, actually possible for what I want to do. It's been a little frustrating for me because for those of you who are wrestling fans and you're in Florida, I promise you, I am going to bring you a show a wrestling show like you haven't seen before. Now, in order to do that and to, in order to do it properly, it's taking a little bit more time than I would like, but it was either rush it and not have it 100% or I could take my time and bring all of you, the Florida wrestling fan, the shows that you deserve from your independent promoter down here. I look forward in two weeks from today it is my pleasure to announce the first two signings. We're going to have two wrestlers here in studio. At the very least, we might have the third wrestler who we just started talking to. Definitely two, maybe three wrestlers live here in studio to sign their contracts with FXE. And also, folks, two weeks from today, we are happy and proud to tell you we will be announcing the first four dates. When can you come out and see us? What do we have our sleeves? I can promise you, folks, this is not a normal wrestling show. This is not like you've seen I'm not like what you've seen. Anybody who knows me knows I don't do it small. I don't do a damn thing small. I go all the way or I don't go at all. I'm not going to waste my time or anybody else's. Anybody who knows the Fantasy Jester so far and has followed me from FantasyJesterSports.com or the Fantasy Jester show for months now, all you people on Twitter that have followed me or JT Fez at 437 Joey will be back in in a little bit. He'll give his. I don't know his off the top of my head. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to get to know it. You know, we're going to bring a hell of a show, folks. And we are excited. You don't want to miss the show. August 31st, FXE Live. Get the dates. Start finding out something about the wrestlers. Who... Have I gotten? And who we still yet to get, folks. Stay tuned for that. I'm going to go ahead now. I want to bring in both JT and Joey Cage so that we can continue on tonight's show. Again, we're back to now talking about SmackDown and, and that update. And, you know, same as we did before, I'm going to ask JT first and I'm going to ask Joey uh, JT, what did you take away from SmackDown uh, first, right off the bat? Right off the bat, um, the first thing I look at is I noticeable that Bray Wyatt is now running with Eric Rowan again. My my first wonder is, hey, are we 
not putting Bray Wyatt as a singles competitor now? Did we change our mind? And the other thing I know, and this is more of an opinion than anything, but I feel like Becky Lynch is the one you're going to do this Eva Marie gimmick to. I mean, you know, wouldn't it make more sense with not a rising star, somebody who's on their way up and do it with Natalia or even do it with Carmella? You know, somebody who's not got this big push that Becky Lynch was getting. So those are the two things I'm looking at and wondering, okay, what are you doing, WWE? Interesting, interesting. Yeah, and we're going to get into all of that with Becky Lynch and even Marie. And, you know, could it, I mean, they brought in Alexa for this, okay? Why couldn't it have been Alexa this whole time and then bring in Becky? I don't know. Joey, what did you take away? You you got the SmackDown article. You're the man. You are the man. Everybody at FantasyJusticeSports.com, whether it's staff or readers, we all turn to you for our WWE coverage. So what you what did you come away with? Well, I honestly wasn't a fan of the show. I think that SmackDown has looked a lot like it has in years past, and I, I just haven't really been impressed through the first three weeks, really, with how, how they've gone about some things. Uh, <clears throat> for example, we had one actual match out of the last four women's wrestling matches. We had one uh, this past week, and I get it that that's the storyline they're going with with Eva Marie, even though I, I disagree with that storyline. Um, you know, you mentioned Bray Wyatt. Is, is he... He seems to continue to dance with Ziggler and Ambrose, so it makes you wonder if he's going to be inserted into the main event picture, right? You know, for SummerSlam maybe last minute, and if not, is he going to have an impact on the match because he has nothing else to do at SummerSlam, um, you know? And I just I, I disagree with a lot of what they're doing, um, and I you know the show to me wasn't very exciting. Um, I didn't find too many high points. Uh, you know, and that's, I mean, I, I, that's pretty much all I could say on that. Joey, quick question for you uh, on Bray Wyatt. I find it interesting. He's lost his last three matches, you know, that just, you know, with that kind of, you know, anti-momentum, if that's even a word, but you you look at something like that and you say, okay, with a guy who's lost his last three matches, you know, how do you insert him in that, in that title match? It's, it's, you know, SummerSlam. Yeah, and I agree with that 100%. I think the one thing WWE might have gotten wrong, and only time will tell, but is that the brand split should have been a chance for Bray to separate from the Wyatt family and to really build momentum as an individual star because he absolutely yeah. can be one. And WWE yes, he can. seemingly has yet again you know, uh, dropped the ball with it because, and from what I've heard, when Luke Harper comes back, um, if I remember correctly, he's going to be on that brand, and they're going to just have the Wyatt family back together again without Strowman. The original three. Yeah. So, I mean, that does nothing for Wyatt's character. That does nothing to build him up. You're really taking momentum away from him. And I just think it's tragic because he really could be a major player for WWE. But, I mean, it just looks like they've completely bungled it. You know, one of the things – Interesting points there, guys. But, you know, one of the things, before we take a look at some of the matches and, and what went on, I, I mentioned this when I was at Jimmy Hart's last week and watching SmackDown with him and we were talking. I, it was a question we were talking about as far as I asked him, don't you, don't you think, Jimmy, that it affects the fact that you don't have history between a lot of these wrestlers now. You've gone ahead and because of the split up and how they've done the split in particular, I mean, you look at some of these matchups and there's no rivalry built up. There's no history built up. So you're trying to get excitement from something that there's no storyline yet. And that's what makes it more difficult. And and he agreed with me in the fact that, yes, you're still seeing some great wrestling, but you haven't had time to, you know, get a good rivalry going and, and get those storylines built. And that takes, that takes time. That doesn't just happen in the first three shows. Uh, I know when I spoke to him, he was, he was very impressed with how things are going. He liked the brand split, first of all. 
And he also felt that, you know, it's going along the way it needs to, you know, at the, at the start, you're going to have, you know, some, what are we doing matches? Because you've got to build towards it. You know, you've got to build a storyline, you know, Joey, you already know already from your short time in the Florida wrestling scene, you got to take time to build a storyline. It doesn't just happen in the first match, second match, maybe the third one, you know, and that's where we are right now. We're only three weeks into this guys, you know, Let's go through, and this is what I, this is where you're going to start to see the differences, I believe, is after the first pay-per-view here coming now. You've got SummerSlam. Now, okay, the results, always the pay-per-view is the swing in things. What's going to be the new momentum? What direction are we going to go? Okay, so now you're going to be able to see exactly once SummerSlam comes, now you're going to see a little bit more, I believe, out of SmackDown as far as, okay, they're building these guys for this. They're building this one for that. Right now, yeah, there's a lot of, you got a lot of, I don't know what the hell is going on. And uh, you're going to find out. You're going to find out soon enough. It's getting, you got to remember, too, you've got guys that you want to see who works well together, who has chemistry who can build the storyline? Who whose character works with who? You know, not all all of them are going to work together well. So, you know, I see that all building. And what I wanted to ask you guys though is, when you look at Bray Wyatt, where do you go? You know, you alluded earlier to. Is he going to go ahead and be a headliner by himself? Are we looking tag team for him? Where do you, Joey Cage, I'll start with you, then I'll go with JT. Joey, what do you think? Where is Bray Wyatt better suited as far as, you know, for wrestling fans and where he belongs in WWE? Is he a single guy that should be out on his own, be his own mic man for himself and himself only, or should he be matched with a couple of wrestlers that, you know, they've got good abilities, but they're horrible on the mic. So put him in a tag team with them. What what, what is your feeling on it? Well, I think that it's time for him to be in solo competition, but in my opinion, what WWE should do with him, if he's going to be in solo competition is to build him into a big monster of a character, uh, sort of in the similar mold as the Undertaker, Kane, Mankind, um, you know, one of those guys who, you know, might, might get the strap every now and then, but is really more, you know, of a monster kind of, you know, persona, uh, because he really is great on the mic. Now, you could do that with or without the Wyatt family, as evidenced by the Undertaker and the Ministry of Darkness, um, but... You know, it, it all depends on what they want to do. I think that's the best course of action for him, though, is something along that mankind, you know, just a different character, which he is, um, and he does a great job portraying. Uh, I, I think that's the best bet for him. I mean, he is a heavyweight player, you know, that is amazing on the mic, very good in the ring, um, that WWE needs to put in that elevated role. Well, um, and, and you know what? It's not... It's in the blood, okay? Yeah. It's in the blood. He is, he's from a wrestling family, a long line of family wrestlers, okay? Yeah. All the way back to Blackjack and all. I mean, you know, he knows the business, and he is fantastic. He is a good wrestler for a guy. He's a big man, okay, with fantastic, fantastic agility, and then you put him on the mic, and I'm sorry, that man's brilliant. He really, he is really good on the mic. And, you know, I want, I, I don't think it really matters. Me personally, I don't think it matters. But JT, I mean, when you look at Bray Wyatt and you think about, okay, is, is he the solo talent? You are running WWE, JT. Is he your solo talent, or do you put him with somebody like Strowman or somebody that really is, you know, 
Uh, anybody, any big guy that's horrible on the mic. The the only reason I'd put him with a Strowman or a Rowan or a Luke Harper is to help them. I don't think he needs to help himself. I think he's Oh, yeah, so no, no, talented. not for him. Not for him. The idea of, you know, you know, you've got another talent, and he's a big guy, but he's, you know, gone off on the mic, well, so at this point, yeah, to help him. At this point, let's be honest, we've seen Eric Rowan as a solo competitor, and it was terrible. Uh, you know, Luke Harper mixed, you know, mixed results. But bear with me on this. When you look at the SmackDown roster, outside you have Ambrose, Styles, Cena, Orton, Wyatt, maybe Ziggler, we'll find out, SummerSlam, and Del Rio. Other than that, there's really no one on that roster that you can see carrying the WWE Championship legitimately. Exactly. So I think SmackDown needs Bray Wyatt as a singles competitor. They need yep. somebody that's believable to hold that title. Their roster is really not deep with legitimate title candidates. So, you know, when I look at that, I, if I'm WWE, I'm pushing Wyatt forward as a single competitor because I need him there. He can do it, and they need it. So definitely a solo competitor for me. Hmm. All right. All right. Folks, we're going to continue on about SmackDown when we return from paying our bills. Hi, folks. Fantasy Jester here to talk about BreadFromYourBed.com, and I am with Ethan, the son of the owner, Joey, from BreadFromYourBed.com. Say hello, Ethan. Hello. And how old are you? Four. Okay, Ethan, thanks. Uh, We'll get back to you in one minute. And here's a little bit about BreadFromYourBed.com. They're both a business services website and a personal finance blog. They discuss ways for people to make extra money from home, and they offer a wide variety of services for your businesses. If you need more traffic for your website, if you need social media management or marketing, if you need a website built, or if you just want to make some extra money online, these are the guys to do it. They have worked and provided results for clients ranging from small to big, and will show you some of those results, including the statistics and the numbers I highly encourage you to check them out if you're looking for help for your business to grow or you're looking to learn how to make some extra money from home. Ethan, where should people go if they're looking for a website? Bedfromthebed.com And where should people go if they're looking for social media management? Bedfromthebed.com And where should people go if they're looking to make some extra money? Bedfromthebed.com and where should people go to get help starting a business? Alright, and if uh, they want to work from home, where should people go? Alright, Ethan, one more time, let me ask you. If they want to spend more time with their kids, where should parents go? That's right, folks. Breadfromyourbed.com those guys over there. Oh wait, it's this guy over here too. I'm over here. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine that, folks. Yes, it, the same bread from your bed. dot com is also Joey Cage, MMA. Joey, is there anything that you don't do for money, sir? Uh, well, that's a, it's funny you say that because I've done some funny stuff for money, but um, <laughs> no, uh, you know, I I, I like to you know keep keep in touch with you know a lot of different businesses and do a lot of different things i love working with you guys um i do have my side business spread from your bed and i you know i love wrestling so you know that and sports is pretty much you know my life and corona corona as well i'll give you a dollar for your corona i don't know two dollars all right give me corona deal no 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 never mind Oh, wait a minute. Wait. Some of it's missing. Never mind. Right, never mind. Give me a half a drink. Uh, get out of here with that. Somebody just get me a real cold one, though, please. Thank you. Anyway, folks, as we continue on here, uh, we're continuing on with SmackDown. Before we continue on be- with the other wrestlers, I have a question for you guys. And I don't know if maybe I've missed it and I, I, I haven't seen the match and you guys will be able to help me on this. Listen, I am the fantasy jester. I, I know wrestling. I don't know wrestling like you two. Uh, I'm not even going to pretend to. The, uh, 
So I'm going to put the question to the two of you. JT, I'll start with you, and then I'll go to Joey. Um, you know, I personally would like to see Bray by himself. I think he deserves to be by himself. I think he can be a, a the star of the show without a question. Without a question, he should be the star of the show. You can just watch it and see it for yourselves anytime you watch a SmackDown. Now, my question is this. When he's pulling his psychotic routine that he does, and he's all, you know, shot out and talking all kinds of crazy the way he does, and then all of a sudden, out comes Kane. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that's how you go ahead and put him at the top of that mountain by beating the mountain. And I don't know, has that has that match happened before, or have, it, have we seen that before? Did yeah, they uh, when they attacked Kane, the Wyatt the Wyatt family did, and uh, Joey they drug him backstage, something took him to their yeah. compound. So the family when he was teamed did. with Daniel Bryan. So the family did. So in other words, the fact that all of a sudden, as Bray's trying to reach the top, Kane could come back out and say, "Wait a minute." I owe you. I owe you for what you and your family did. That could work. It that, could. That. And you're talking to somebody who's a big uh, Glenn Jacobs Kane fan. But I think mm-hmm. you look at Kane last year, 13 wins, 144 losses. Um, Kane is basically now a jobber. I hate to say that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I love Kane, true. but. I mean, they've really, really ruined the mystique of Kane with this whole corporate Kane. And, yeah, you know, yeah. The, uh, and then, like I, I said, one thirteen and one forty-four last year. I mean, I they ruined him, which is terrible. But at this point, I don't think he's got the legitimacy to be. I think he'd hurt Bray more than help him. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no. Um, I am looking at the SmackDown lineup now, and. Uh, Folks, where does American Alpha, once they're off the jobber list? Joey, what do you think is up for uh, American Alpha in the future? Well, uh, I mean, to me, apparently it's to the tag team championship right away. Uh, You know, they're building them up as they should, you know, uh, rightfully deserved. And, I mean, you know, one of the things this past episode of SmackDown Live really showed me is how weak their tag team division will, will be. I mean, you know, the most credible team there, uh, you know, to fight them was the Vaudevillains, and, you know, that's ridiculous in its own. Well, what are the Usos? The Usos? They've disappeared. And I know on one the is injured. Roster. Yeah, they're yeah. on the SmackDown roster. I know one is injured, and that would actually, in my opinion, be a great match. But, I mean, there aren't too many teams left to really feud with, and I guarantee you, and, I, you know, I, I'll put this in the guarantee category. I think they're going to put the uh, first-ever SmackDown Live tag titles on American Alpha. you agree there, uh, GT? I do in a sense, and I disagree a little bit. Um, you know, who knows when the Usos are back? Who knows how long they stretch out before that title is uh, given out? Uh, you know, I could see them taking uh, Mojo Raleigh and Zack Ryder, putting them back together as a tag team in SmackDown. You know, I could see, for some reason, they like Connor and Victor, the Ascension. I have no idea why. Um, I mean, they're hard workers, but I just don't see much from them. Well, that's but all they have. It, at this point, though, let's be let's be real. You know, some people that I've talked to uh, that know the business pretty well are telling me that Finn Balor will win that title on Raw. So if they're going to put it on him, why wouldn't they do the same thing to American Alpha and, and, and have them champs right out, you know, right out of the gate? Hmm. I want to see them put the belt on Bauer that quick. I yeah. I, I don't think it happened. That happening without a lot of well, let's a lot of wrestlers that. Let's in that back that. in that back room. Not without a lot of wrestlers in that locker room. A little upset. How quick? How quick did Mr. Uh, Doctor of Thugonomics get that belt when he came out? He was Vince's boy. 
He's the face that runs the place it wasn't now. Three weeks later, though. Handpicked guy. Well, Finn Balor. Finn Balor's also not a guy that just came out of high school or just came out of college. Let's be realistic. The guy's been wrestling for what, ten, twelve, thirteen years. Oh so, yeah. You know, I mean, the guy's paid his dues down at NXT, uh, and at this point, who's getting a larger pop than this guy? Mm, Daniel Bryan, but he doesn't wrestle. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, count no. anymore though. And and I wanna see I wanna see how long the yes, yes, yes lasts on a weekly basis because you notice less and less people are doing it each week. I think less and less people have been interested in the show in general, but that's my perception. Well let let me throw this out there at you. Their ratings came in one point six nine oh, for yeah. SmackDown last night, yeah. which is Rod right around what they were doing on Thursday night on a tape show. So that's that's bad for USA and WWE. Yeah. No, no. You know what? It the Olympics, is, though. Yeah, you, you're coming up on a time where you got the Olympics. You also have, again, you're still building the storylines. Everybody's getting used to the new schedule and everything else like that, as far as the wrestling fan goes. And uh, the real, the real judge will be three week, uh, three months from now. This way you've had time to build up storylines, get rivalries going, and get everybody, you know, running along. I, I believe three months tells you where you're at. But, you know, that, that's just One last thought on that. One last thought on that. WWE yeah. had how long to build storylines up? They've had forever to build storylines up with guys. I mean, when's the last time we've really had good storylines? Five, six, seven, eight years ago? So they've had plenty of time to build storylines. They just don't do it. Anybody else? I mean, do you guys get the impression that maybe this brand split was a, a little bit more rushed? Uh, well, it was the demand from USA. They, USA yeah. wanted a live show on Tuesdays. So they didn't. They weren't going to re-sign. I was reading they weren't going to re-sign to do Thursday night as a tape show. So... You know, the best way for WWE to do this is the brand split. So I agree with you. I think it was rushed, but I don't think they have a choice. Because, I mean, you could have been doing this, and like you said, you know, leading up to the brand split, already have matches where, oh, wow, you know, this guy actually knows the other guy. They already have a robbery. You know, sprinkle that in. Obviously, you're not going to do that with every one of them. Okay, that's just way too obvious and silly to do. You still want to build new storylines, but to have one or two where you know, okay, this is this is what people already know and are you know they're in on the storyline of why these two don't like each other and everything from there. Right. But my my question, and just real quick, because I want to get to what we've been investigating. Um, real quick, guys, where do you think, and I'm going to go with uh, JT first, then I'm going to go with Joey, and then we'll say goodbye to them as I talk to you about what I've been investigating. Guys, what are they going to do with Apollo Crews? JT? I think Apollo Crews is destined to be the replacement for The Miz in the very near future, uh, but I don't really see them pushing him any farther right now. I think he's going to spend some time like Roman Reigns, for example, in that mid-level. All right. So if he's going there, okay, uh, then my part B is where are they going with Randy Orton then? Randy Orton's going to be a title player. Uh, you know, I mean, he should be. He's a guy that people get behind, whether he's a heel or or a face. Um, you know, I think he's going to play, you know, he'll play for the main title. So you think he'll be he'll stay face maybe him and Bray? Do you see that? Maybe that would be a hell of a match to watch. That that I'd love to see that. Yeah, that would be mm. phenomenal. But um, Joey, what about you? What do you think they're going to do first? Go with Apollo Cruz. Mm. I'm going to go with some bold uh, predictions here. I honestly believe that Apollo Cruz will capture the Intercontinental Title at SummerSlam. Uh, we'll start there. In regards to, uh, I'm sorry, to, uh, you know, you got AJ Styles, who, I, who in my opinion will win the WWE title 
uh, or will be the next champion after Ambrose. In my opinion, he absolutely should be. And that'll be somebody who can dance with Randy Orton, Randy being the face in that feud. And I agree with JT, Randy Orton will be in the title picture for SmackDown Live. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it from both our wrestling experts and uh, one a little bit more expert than the other, but I will say who's who because I'll let them battle that one out wrestling style. Um, Folks, you know, over the past couple of days, I've been investigating a wrestler, a Florida wrestler came to me and told me that, you know, he's friends with Hector Guerrero. Now, again, I want to preface this on I'm investigating, I'm looking into things, but I was told by supposedly a friend of Hector Guerrero, a wrestler here, and I've known this guy for some time, be surprised if it's not true, he had explained to me a while back that Sasha Banks is Eddie Guerrero's daughter. Now, at first I wasn't too sure. And I've been looking into it. You know, it's my job. I, I, I report on sports. And here's what I have found out so far. I'll let you all draw your own conclusions from there, okay? You know, uh, Eddie Guerrero, great wrestler, died November 13, 2005 at 38 years old in a motel in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Now, he has three daughters that they claim and two of which are with Vicky. One is while he was quote unquote separated from Vicky. So he has a history of sleeping around uh, when he's either with or without Vicky. Again, I don't know. I don't care, but he has a couple of daughters and then he has, you know, one daughter with Tara Mahoney back in 2002, uh, Kaylee Marie Guerrero. That's not Vicky's. But now I've been told that Sasha Banks is really Eddie Guerrero's daughter with Judith Varnado. Now, as you go ahead and you research this and you Google and you look everywhere, you can't find who Sasha Banks' father really is. Now, her name is Mercedes Vernado, and that's what they're claiming, okay? But there are also other people saying that she is Jennifer Mercedes Vernado. So Jennifer Vernado, just like Judith Vernado, would make a little sense there. But it would also make sense because it would throw people off the track of being able to track her down and her lineage. It is the most amazing secret I have seen as I've investigated, investigated, investigated to dead end, to dead end, to dead end. But it's absolutely amazing that, you know, a girl that has gone ahead at times dressed to tribute him, she has used his wrestling moves to tribute him. She says that the night she went to the match, she was holding a sign saying, I love you, Eddie. And didn't understand why everybody else was holding up a sign that said, rest in peace. This coming, as Eddie Guerrero died in a Minneapolis motel, one hour away from where she grew up. One hour away from Judith Varnado. One hour away, of all the places for Eddie Guerrero to die was in a motel room one hour away from Judith Varnado. I have posted pictures, and there's an article that will be out probably tomorrow, definitely by the weekend. I have posted a picture of one of Eddie Guerrero's other daughters and put it next to Sasha Banks. Folks, you tell me what you think. I'm going to keep investigating. We're going to keep looking into this. This is a real story here, folks. What's the secret? Why is there a secret? Why does she look just like Eddie Guerrero's other daughter? Now, I don't know what the answers are to that, but we're going to keep looking. We're going to keep bringing you all the wrestling news that the wrestling insiders can do 
from JT, Joey Case, and myself, the Fantasy Jester. You've been listening to FXE Live. Next week, hopefully we'll have more on the Sasha Banks story, more on WWE, NXT, FXE News. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been FXE Live. I am the Fantasy Jester, and I am out of here. If you had one shot, one opportunity, seize everything you ever wanted, one moment, did you capture Just let it slip. Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy, there's vomit on his sweater already, mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop palms, but he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down, the whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out, he's choking how, everybody's choking now, the clock's run out, time's up, over, loud, snap back to reality, oh, there goes gravity, oh, there goes With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.